Welcome all fellow wannabes, welcome to Game Club. I am one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast, and uh, today joining me is um, a fellow uh, podcaster of sorts. Uh, you know, it's it's a Geekly Bi-Weekly alum, you know, he's been on the show multiple times, uh, you know, on Game Club specifically. We have the one and only Nevik X86, Jace Gamble. Jace, how you feeling, bro? Dang, you're going with my old gamer tag. I think that's still my gamer tag, actually, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. I had a. I'm feeling good. I, I'm feeling good. I just drank a. Uh, there's a local brewery here, and they're the bees knees. It's called Mother's Brewing, right? And they have a delicious double IPA that is just so so good. Mm. It's called Chug Chug Suckle Suckle, and it just gets me every time. It just sings to my heartstrings every single time. I get it. Um, Dude, I love IPAs. Oh my God. IPAs are like top notch. This feels. I mean, Best. it just feels. Like they have, this is their double version of like just the regular version that they have called Sunshine Chug Suckle. And like the double version though, I mean, it's just like taking a bite out of a freaking grapefruit. It's so good. Um, and it makes me feel really good. So, dude, okay. So my dad got a kegerator and on in one spout, he put Voodoo Ranger, mm-hmm. uh, the Imperial Voodoo Ranger, which I've always liked Imperial Voodoo Ranger. I thought it was always good, but like coming out of the keg. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude, tap just hits different. Different, different. Yeah, level. it's and that's the thing too is like, I've always made a goal to like order, like I said, you know, sunshine, sunshine, chug suckle was one of those beers where it was like, I've I didn't realize that like IPAs could be that delicious. So then it opened up, it kind of broadened my horizons, you know, for to other beer and stuff like that. So. You know, uh, it's it, I have that to thank for my love of IPAs now. Now, there are times where it's like it's a little too piney, you know, and, but still I can even enjoy I can still even enjoy the more pineier flavor, you know, rather than the fruit, the fruity flavor, juicy flavor. But I like it all. So there you have a little a little mini yes. beer, bro, beer bros clip uh, going in. Uh, what are you drinking, Jace? Um, I'm actually just drinking a uh, Locomoco Monster. You need a little pick me up. I'm just. You need a little. Needed a little pick me up. Yeah, I need a little. I'm actually. I'm going. I'm going. It's been an evening. Yeah, no. I. Yeah, you kind of told me about what was happening, and uh, you know, it's gonna be okay. And now the listeners are gonna be like, "What happened? Oh my god! You don't need to know. It's just you know, life stuff. It's just it is what it is. Nothing bad though. Like, it's not like your dog died or something. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, just my mom. That's okay. Yeah, just your mom. No, I'm kidding. To to come to combat the effects of. The uh, IPA, though, I am drinking Coke Zero out of my PlayStation trophy glass because I'm a winner, um, you know, and that's that's that. You know, I can tell you that Coke Zero is, in fact, the one of the superior diet sodas. Uh, Dr. Pepper Zero is actually probably the best diet soda out there. If you haven't had it, you need to have it. It tastes exactly like Dr. Pepper, and it's zero calories. So there you have it. Today, ladies and gentlemen... We are, in fact, uh, starting a semi, uh, I don't want to call it a new series because I don't know if it, you know, I don't know. It, it is a new series. Like, me and Jace are basically, we're, we're going to be tackling uh, the Star Wars games of old, right? So, Jace calls me up here. Story time, okay? So, Jace calls me up um, probably three or four months ago at this point, and he's like, dude, would you be? In, would you want to, like, go through all these old Star Wars games 
and podcast about them. And to me, I'm always like, yeah, of course, like I'm always down. I always need game club content, right? You know, to kind of like push us through. So originally we were supposed to start with Knights of the Old Republic, but you know, that's a pretty old game. We're all busy. It's good to have ideas and have aspirations and like want to make something happen. But you know, we, we didn't end up doing that yet. We haven't done that yet. That's a long game. I didn't realize how long it, it is. Long. I thought like maybe like 20 hours. No, that's like a 60 hour game. Yeah. Even if you, I mean, even if you know all the stops, you know, and like know all the stuff to do. And I, I, I had never beaten it before, you know, so I was like trying to work my way through it. And, you know, I was listening to a uh, shout out to some friends of the show. We have uh, the Plastic Hearts podcast. Super duper good guys over there. Definitely go check them out. Um, they uh, started something called uh, the PlayStation Book Club, which is basically they tackle a old PlayStation game and then they play it for like a week. And then they come back together to talk about it. So I was listening to their show and I was like, man, that's what we should be doing, right? Because then that, that's like the definition of like wannabe format, talking about old games, doing this stuff. So it's like, hey, you know, play this game for as much time as you can and then we're going to talk about it on this date. Now, The Force Unleashed feels kind of like a special circumstance in a way because I didn't go back and play a ton of it. I did play some of it. Uh, you know, a while back, whenever we first started talking about doing this project, you recently played some of it as well, you know, where you were, you, you know, you told me you played a few hours of it or whatever. Um, but I mean, I remember just, just so everyone knows the force unleashed is the game we're talking about. Yeah. 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 For force unleashed, force <laughs> unleashed. If I hadn't, if I hadn't said that yet, plus if you can't tell by the title, you know what I mean? Um, True. but, uh, you had gone back and played a little bit of it. You know, I'd been playing it off and on. You know, just kind of feel the what you know, feel the feels because we both grew up playing those games a lot. You know, um, as they were coming out and replaying them. Um, so, and I feel like these games kind of came out in a really weird time for Star Wars. You know, you think about like whenever these games came out, there wasn't really any talk of a sequel trilogy. There wasn't. Re- <clears throat> there wasn't really much Star Wars content to speak of, you know, Star Wars was almost like a taboo subject with, uh, you know, a circle of friends. It was like, you, you weren't really talking about Star Wars that much. Um, Jace, do you remember like kind of your early like feelings with the game, you know, like being a kid? So if this game came out, I had the Wikipedia or I had the info pulled up on it. Um, the force unleashed. Oh, that's the other thing. Hold on. The Force Unleashed came out. Uh, you can probably I'm say two thousand seven. That sounds right. I don't know. That's just my best. Two thousand eight. Like Initial what? release date was ah. two thousand eight. So really close. So like, what's like kind of yeah. like your okay. first like? What's like your early memories of the game? Like as a as a young person. So my early memories of the game were. Uh, I played this game a lot actually when I was a little kid. Uh, let's see, 2008. I would have been 10 years old, so yeah, I would have been playing this game a lot. I and from what I remember of when I was a little kid, I loved this game. This game was the best Star Wars game you could play, honestly. Like story, gameplay, like yeah, I I have good memories of this game for sure. Yeah, no, I do too, and I remember. You know, we were kind of talking about the the achievements, and this is this is back in a in a time period where, um, <clears throat> you know, you had everything being released like on every console. So you had it was released on Wii, PSP, iPhone, Microsoft Windows, 
uh, Engage, Xbox, that, Xbox 360, have, Mac OS, Nintendo DS, you, PS3. Go ahead, Jace. Sorry. Sorry. Have you seen like the difference between like the 3DS version, the Wii version, and then the 360 version? Yeah. So like, PS3 version? that's actually what I was going to talk about. Crazy. Well, see, that's the thing is I remember playing it on Carter's. Cars Carter had it on 360, right? And I didn't have a 360 at the time. So I remember going over to Carter's house and like playing it until like three or four in the morning just like keeping keeping it was like there wasn't anything like that that had ever come out before you know um that was easily accessible for us to play and that wasn't rated m you know i mean god of war had kind of followed you know kind of preceded that and types that type of thing but this is like a, a super approachable game by all audience you know by all age groups and all audiences you know it was relatively safe um but I remember I didn't have a 360. I had a PS2 and I had a Wii and I bought the game on Wii. And I remember booting it up for the first time and being like, this is not the same game. It's no, completely it's different. Not. You know, like and the 360 version, whenever... Well, and the fun fact too for you here is the Wii version of the game and the PS2 version of the game is basically the same game with different controls. So it's the same version of the game, like you know, and and for whatever reason, uh, yeah. So I, it wasn't released just on regular Xbox. So it was on PS3. It was on PS2, and I remember. I mean, at least it's not on this. I don't remember seeing you know advertisements for it on the regular Xbox. Uh, but it was available on PS2. So, like, the PS2 version and the Wii version actually were being, you know, utilized as the same game with just with different controls, which is kind of cool. But, yeah, I mean, fundamentally, completely different games, controlled different. Same general idea, but, you know, graphical changes. Like, whenever you drop in as Darth Vader in the first mission, it's daytime on the 360. Whereas on the PS2 and Wii version, it's nighttime. For whatever reason, which I yeah. thought that was kind of cooler for some reason, like dropping in, you know, and but the you know the fights and stuff and the controls were relatively the same. It just ran a little differently, and it was it was just it was a different version of the game, you know. So, but I never saw the 3DS version. What was that like? I, I think it was just the same as we honestly. I think it was a little bit more dumbed down. Yeah, probably like just like a I, super. I would have to res. go back and look. I just remember it looked like between those three. They're completely different games with the same title. Yeah, no, that's I. Yeah, no, totally. Um, but you know, needless to say, I think the Force Unleashed was a good, a, a huge hit, right? And uh, as of right now, this has a seven out of ten on Steam, but Google users rate it at ninety six percent. Ninety six percent liked this video game. Um, the synopsis for the game, for those of you who don't know, uh, it says. As the title implies, Star Wars The Force Unleashed completely reimagines the scope and scale of the Force to epic proportions. Players are cast into the role of Darth Vader's secret apprentice, Starkiller, who has been trained to hunt down and destroy Jedi. During his quest, Starkiller will ally himself with the most unlikely set of heroes and be forced to make decisions that could change the course of his destiny and set events in motion that will forever shape the galaxy. By incorporating two groundbreaking technologies, digital, molecu digital molecular matter and euphoria, and paired with the powerful Havoc physics systems, players will interact with their environments and battle against enemies in new and exciting ways. Couple those, techno couple those technological advancements with devastating lightsaber attack combos, over-the-top force powers like force grip and force repulse, and a storyline that takes place in the largely unexplored era between Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, and Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope. 
Star Wars The Force Unleashed provides a Star Wars gaming experience the likes of which have never been seen before. Um th- that's that's the you know that's the write up from Disney right there at starwars.com. That's uh that's pretty that's pretty, you know, generous, I would say. It's so funny. It says uh you know, a vast period of time that hasn't been explored from episode 3 to episode 4. And to that, I sell well, from that time. Yeah, from that time. But it's funny looking back on it now and seeing just how much has changed. You know, like so much, like Mando, so like Mando, Rebels, Mandalorian. You know, and it's kind of interesting to think about that game. And I don't know. Like whenever I was playing it, I have to ask: like, were you trying to place? this story and like this game alongside like things that were happening in the likes of like Mandalorian. Like, could you imagine, could you imagine Starkiller existing during the same time as like the Mandalorian and like as rebels? So, Hey, are you Mandalorian would take place after episode six? Oh yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. It's just rebels. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So I guess technically it would just be the the span of rebels, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, Rebels and uh, Rogue One. Yeah, Rebels and Rogue One. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, for whatever reason I always place I always pl- I always place the Mandalorian in like the wrong time period, but it is it's way it's after it's completely after everything that happens there. Um, but still, the question remains the same. Even amongst the likes of like Rebels and Rogue One, like does Starkiller fit in that like in that time period to you? Dude, honestly, I could totally see it. I would love to see Starkiller. That's the beauty about this game is that it could definitely still be canon. De- depending on the ending. There's two endings to this game. I was going to say. If you haven't played Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's two endings. One ending, it fits in pretty well. The other ending, nah, not so much. Yeah, I mean... I I kind of could see it happening, you know. It would make sense that Darth Vader would be trying to like pursue, you know, kind of because obviously, like, spoiler. If you haven't played Force Unleashed, like, why are you here, honestly? Um, you know, and spoilers for Force Unleashed too. If I mean, if he was making like all of the Inquisitors, right, kind of doing their thing and like you know they're being trained and like they're kind of on their separate missions, it would kind of make sense that. I mean, I could totally see Anakin, you know, the the Anakin side of Darth Vader being like, I want to pursue this thing in my free time, right? Where he would kind of be sending Starkiller to kind of do his own thing. But the only thing that doesn't work about this story is that there are so many Jedi that, you know, and I, I guess it kind of takes away the purpose of Darth Vader a little bit. You know, like, Starkiller wasn't the one that should be hunting down Jedi as much, I guess, as much as it is Vader, but I guess, you know... The same thing could be said about the could be said about the Inquisitors at the same time, um, so you know I, I can see it kind of both ways. And some some areas it fits, and some areas it, it doesn't quite fit as much. But um, I think the game is still amazing and still legendary. So let's let's kind of like dive into it. So the game is literally called the Force Unleashed. Do you feel like the Force abilities are kind of like just pushed like pedal to the metal, like the best they could possibly be? Yes, for sure. There's like, yeah, I don't think we've ever seen a game that will rival like just the the usability of the force. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, there's no better feeling than like playing the game on hard. 
and then you go into like a group of baddies and just like force lightning like cr- like crazy strong force lightning like you're just running around and they're all yeah you know like it's just yeah. it's like you feel unstoppable like you feel absolutely unstoppable like if the force was you know if there was a uh, you know, a being that could like literally just be a bulldozer with the force. Like, I feel like that's Star Killer in a lot of ways. And yeah, I mean, it just honestly, I've had a. I, I can't get into Jedi Fallen Order because I feel like it. They did it wrong. Like, it feels wrong to me. What? Dead serious. One thousand percent. You did like Fallen Order. I haven't. I I can't get into it. Like because of the way the game feels. I don't feel like a Jedi. Like I don't feel like a Jedi who has the Force. You're not a Jedi. You're a Padawan. Yeah, I. You're literally a Padawan. I, I know through like that game. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is, I I just I'm not crazy about Souls combat in general. I don't know. It just it feels like I don't know. Like the same thing could be argued about here too. Like Star Killer's a Padawan. Like he's not a Jedi. He's a Padawan. That's true. And he's a freaking machine. And it's it's unfair to it's un it's unfair to compare the two because they're fundamentally different games. And obviously, like Jedi Fallen Order is beautiful. There's a lot of things that I'm I'm gonna play it for sure. But honestly, for a long time, Star Wars games have not grabbed me because they just haven't lived up to the hype that the Force Unleashed like has for me. Because like I love this game. I, I think it plays um it still it still plays amazing on my PS3. Like dude, actually now that like talking about it. The combo system is actually pretty solid in this game. Oh, yeah. Like, when I was going through the first mission and I was, like, learning how to do combos, like, the swing and then, like, the force push with, like, your third swing, like, the XXB. Yeah. I was all like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, like, whenever, like, he'll, like, uh, it's like a slash slash and then it's like a baseball, basically, and, like, he hits it like a baseball bat pretty much. Like, yeah, the combo system is awesome. You know, and I, I would say that they have taken a lot of notes from... You know the style, the style of like God of War and you know hack and slashes that had come before it and stuff like that, because that's what this is: is a hack and slash. You know, but you're playing oh, yeah, a Star Killer. Sure. Now, in terms of like the the game's feeling, it's really hard to top that because I and you know I use Fallen Order as an example. Like they're fundamentally different games, but I feel like the Force Unleashed is just way more fun. Like I'm sure Jedi Fallen Order probably has a more sa- a, a bigger satisfaction to it because you have to overcome a lot, you know, as a Padawan who doesn't really know what he's doing. But this just makes you feel freaking awesome from the very beginning. Like playing as Darth Vader, and it's like you're just laying waste to these Wookies, and like I'm just like you know, you're just like yeah. and he's he, he doesn't even run; he's just walking, you know, like he's just walking and like <laughs> just the whole vibe of it just feels awesome you know um I, I can't think of anything negative to say about the gameplay specifically with star killer with star killer and star killer's abilities do you have anything um so the combo system is pretty airtight the controls and the camera work are a little wonky at times and like um the game and I remember this game being like beautiful back in the day. It's hard for me to go back to stuff like that and see it now and be like, "Oh, this was like this is ugly." Yeah. Um, there there are some places where I'm like, "This does not look bad." Like the whole first mission when you play a Star Killer inside the Tie Fighter Factory, I think was awesome. 
that was like that's a cool looking mission very well put together i don't think kashik was i don't know that first mission turned me off honestly (laughs) like i i love darth vader obviously um but yeah, that first mission like just turned me off. Yeah, well, like, it wasn't until I started playing a Star Killer, I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, and I mean, I think I I kind of love hate that mission myself. You know, like I think it, it is fun, it is cool for sure. But the the real fun starts whenever you know you start playing a Star Killer. You mentioned something about the camera yeah. work. Yeah, here's the thing: when you play as Darth Vader, I found I found this out when I was playing. When you're in open areas like Kashyyyk as Darth Vader, the camera work isn't really as wonky, but on that first mission as Starkiller and you're walking through those hallways, dude, my camera. And maybe because I did look at the reviews on Steam on PC and people said like this game, like it was like a horrible port. Like it crashes all the time. Like there's a bunch of glitches that they never fixed for the PC port. So you might have a different uh, experience than I did. But for me, when I was like walking through the hall, like, I was playing on an a Xbox One controller. I was playing on keyboard and mouse. Um, but I was, I was walking through the hall, like my camera was like all over the place. Made combat freaking hard. Frustrated me. I I managed to get through a few missions, but like once the open areas hit in, like that's and again, did you have the same experience or is that just me playing on PC? No. So for me, the camera experience was actually pretty good until I got to a boss fight. The boss fights for me, that is, it, it makes the game borderline unplayable in some places. So that's another thing. When you go to fight Coda the first for the first time, um, or I guess the only time, you only fight him once. When you go to fight him in the hangar, uh, instead of like going into with like a third person, it like you see the camera on the entire arena yeah. that you're fighting him in. And that got really frustrating for me. And. Uh, just because the controls were very sensitive. So I don't know if you got to the point to where like the floor started heating up. Cause you literally, it's like a disc, like, or it's like a room, like falling from. Orbit. Yeah. It's basically like what they did in revenge of the Sith. Like the, the ship is falling at high speeds and yada, yada, yada. Exactly. Yeah. It just made it like super difficult. There were some weird like design choices for sure. Um, but it didn't really ruin my experience. I just wish, I really wish the camera work would have been a lot better. Cause like for a game like this, I think it really takes effect. Yeah. And I mean, there are for sure times where I think the camera does a really good job, you know, like whenever you hit Felucia and honestly the, the cinematics are awesome, like are really, really cool in oh, my yeah. opinion. Um, Very well. you know, for the, for the most part, we'll kind of get into that in a minute. Like, uh, but for the most part, you know, like there are some opening, like there's some cinematics where you drop in on a planet, even the garbage planet. It's like, I want to explore this place, you know, and like, I want to see what this planet, I, I want to see what this place has to offer, you know, even though it's a linear place, I want to scrounge, you know, and I want to be able to find everything that, that can be found here, you know, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I think, you know, in terms of the way that Starkiller feels outside of the camera, you know, most of the time, I think it's a pretty solid experience for sure. Um, I wanted to ask you about the story aspects, right? Because I think a, a big thing, a, a big, you know, narrative that's been passed along, uh, you know, passed along, like from people even older than us is like, oh, like what if Vader had a, you know, had an apprentice, you know, during that time and yada, yada, yada. 
Does the whole Star yeah. Killer thing like work for you? What do you mean? Like, do you like if this story was canon? Let's say it was canon, because it's not. But let's say it was. Like, would that work for you? Yeah, it would. It would for sure. I do have a few questions. Like, uh, if it, if the whole story was canon, I'd be like, mm, that's kind of weird. Like, uh, my my biggest question, I had two big questions. Like, I think as soon as you start playing a Star Killer, the first one was, how the heck did Proxy learn to look like Obi Wan? Yeah. I was like, that's kind of weird. The second, what did Darth Vader expect by making his apprentice's pilot a, a hot blonde in a tight black tux? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it, they're gonna bang. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that's there's a lot that feels like maybe it's not that big of a deal, and I guess the concept of Star Killer I buy. But the story of Force Unleashed, I do not buy, if that makes sense. Like this feels like yeah, this I feels like glorified fan fiction to me. And that's basically what it oh. is, you know? Um in, in a lot of ways. But I I still think it, you know, the idea of him having like outside of the Inquisitors, like having an apprentice that he kind of took on a, as his own. Um I think that's a really cool idea. But then it just starts to get really, really weird, you know. Now I, I will give the game some props though. Like the people on you know, the the aliens on Felucia being force users, right? But not really calling it the force, you know, if we want to call it that, I guess. And I, it kind of reminds me of like the wit yeah. like the witches like the night sisters on Dathomir, right? Like they they weren't they weren't calling it the force, but that's what they were doing is they were using the force in a different way. Um Go ahead. No, that's what I was going to say. That was like when I, I was uh, talking earlier about design choices. Like uh, a lot of the enemies had like a tractor beam of some sort yeah. to like use the same moves as we do. And honestly, that didn't make me feel as like like as special yeah. as I should as like a Sith apprentice or Jedi Knight. Yeah. Like with everyone like this telekinesis or like tractor beam of some sort. Yeah, I mean, why? How? Uh, why, they shouldn't be able to touch me. You know, like. Yeah. Um. It's every enemy, every mission. There was an enemy with some sort of like force ability. Or yeah, or like or technology that would allow them to do, you know, whatever within. It, yeah, no. Exactly. I, I I get that, and it is one of those things. Like it, it, it us as big Star Wars nerds and like big Star Wars fans, it's like, why did you do this? You know, type thing. It can it can be easy to have that attitude of like, why did you do this? But at the end of the day, I feel like you know, just while we're we're kind of just this is just like glorified reminiscing, you know, about our time with the game. I remember being a kid and being like, I just I felt I felt amazing, you know, like playing this game. I felt so like unstoppable. And I feel like that's kind of a quality that is somewhat a little missing in games nowadays because everything has to be under, like, 20 layers of, like, realism. It's like, okay, yeah. Like, with the, like again, I hate to bring up Fallen Order. It's hard, though, because it's a third-person Star Wars game where you can swing a lightsaber around and use Force abilities. Um, 
I I feel like they tried to go a little too much like on realism, you know, with with that game. Whereas this, it was kind of like, yeah, you should be over the top. And the fact that Darth Vader can just throw you around and do whatever he wants with you, and you know the things you've been doing, like that just speaks to how strong Darth Vader is. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. I feel like there was. Go ahead. With that, and we're about to get into spoiler territory. This whole thing is spoilers, like hard spoilers. All right. All right. Um, When Luke Skywalker shows up and dies, no, I'm just kidding. That's in the DLC. Um, (laughs) uh, What was I going to say? So, yeah, like Darth Vader, like flung him around like a rag doll. And then the second time you meet, you absolutely demolish him. And it's like within days of each other. It's like, there's some if it was canon i'd be like mm, okay so like yeah that's that's some other stuff there's like some weird power levels going on there yeah in the game no it, but, it just in wild inconsistencies you know within the game um yeah, that's something that i enjoyed about fallen order is like whenever there's a darth vader in the game you like get so strong that you absolutely crush him in every game yeah where there's darth vader what I really, oh, dang it, you haven't beaten Fallen Order. I can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. Don't spoil anything for me, Jace. This is like the time you spoiled Arkham City for me. Hey, remember that time the Joker died in Arkham City? <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, though. Like, it, with Jedi Fallen Order, the rules are set. It's like you can kill this awesome beast, but you can also get killed by blaster fire if you're not careful. Whereas the rules are so wildly inconsistent within a game like this. Um, yeah. Before we move on to like you know kind of like our our qualms with with the game in general, um, I have to ask like, was there a specific thing within the game that you were like, oh my god, this is freaking awesome, or like this is my favorite moment in the game? Like any, it could be anything. Coda. I I always loved the character Coda. I always thought he was like the coolest Jedi. Like, in fact, like in that time period, like I was like, this guy is like legit, like cool Jedi, like blind Jedi, like that's freaking awesome. Yeah. And I freaking wish, I've always wished this from the beginning. I wish they got rid of Kanan and Rebels and replaced him with Coda. Uh, that yeah. would have been awesome. I was thinking about that actually, but. I was like, oh man, that would have been so cool. You should write you should be a writer for Star Wars, Jace. You just go work at Disney. Work for Mickey. You know what I mean? Um uh, I hate Kathleen Kennedy. She would never hire me. Yeah, she probably wouldn't. <laughs> you just look her up and down and be like, You sicken Look at me. You sicken me. She would look at me and be like, You're a white man? No. <laughs> oh my god. That's that is that is really funny. That's wildly inappropriate, but really funny. Uh I'm, I'm still leaving it in though, because that's freaking hilarious. Um no, it, it it is one of those things. Like it's just the landscape of Star Wars looks so much different. Like within the Force Unleashed, like, and I kind of wish there was a, an element of that present today. You know what I mean? Like in the games, but I understand they're trying to build a more immersive experience, and I think to really immerse you in, in in a world and immerse you in an experience, there have to be more rules because then. You know, the precedence is set. It's kind of like whenever you play an RPG and it's like, these are the rules that everyone follows the same rules. This is like, this is how it is. And, you know, you just find yourself paying attention more and like things are more memorable rather than like, oh, I just, you know, flung shock tea into a, you know, Sarlacc pit, basically. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, on Felucia. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about the game was as you progress and your force powers get better, like for whatever reason, like fighting the Rancors and like just being able to like just take them to town. You know what I mean? Like yes. one of my favorite, like one of, to this day, one of the coolest feeling things in a game. And again, totally taking notes from God of War. And that's fine. Just admit it. Um, I, I think... You know, this game is very much like, in terms of combat, the the God of War of Star Wars, and um, I, I think it's you know it's a lot of fun for sure. Um, so kind of moving on to like we've talked about some negatives, but you know we're kind of getting towards the end of the discussion. I wanted to kind of round it out. Like, was there anything that kind of stuck out to your in your mind? Is like, and not not like graphically or anything like that. Like, was there anything that you have problems with? Um. Yeah. Even coming back to the game after so many years, well, even when I was like when I was ten years old playing this game, um, some of the map design choices it doesn't really tell you. Like I forgot that I could double jump for the longest time. I did not realize I could double jump because, and it might be a PC thing. There was like a delay between where you press A and where you could press A a second time. Like you would almost have to wait. And it might just be me. It might just be on PC. But, like, when I was, like, trying to, like, jump to get, like, a hologram for force points, I couldn't get up there. And I was like, okay, maybe I can jump higher later or something. I kind of forgot. And there were some choices where, like, you would have to fight these enemies. It's like – it was actually the very first part of the game. When you're in the hangar, you start fighting enemies, and it's like stormtroopers, and they just keep coming out of the ground. They keep coming through these elevators. And I didn't realize for, like – five minutes that you had to go and you had to like force these arrows uh like over to like open these like locks so the door opens you can continue on and i was like i really wish the exact same thing happened to me yeah i was like there, there were points where i was like what do i do here and like there isn't a lot of hand holding game, like honestly there's not there's really not you really got to figure stuff out for yourself yeah so with you saying that like you know, is that probably like your biggest negative? Would you say that would probably be my biggest negative is here's the thing. I don't necessarily, I don't need my hand to be held. What am I trying to say here? I don't need my hand to be held, but like, if you're like stuck at a point, like hints, you know what I mean? Like, why is there no hints in the game? Like there's literally no hints. There's nothing really to prompt you. The same. If I didn't see, like, the only thing that caught my eye was uh, the only way that I found out that I was opening those locks was because I was just throwing boxes around. And finally, I grabbed a hold of the lock and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, it was flashing blue, but I was like, there's so many, like, stuff in there that, like, flat. I don't know. There's so was so much stuff going on in that hangar. I was like, how was I supposed to find that? It felt like just a really good way to kind of show off what the Havoc engine could do at that time, you know, is kind of how I feel about it. Like, I don't know, it feels like they didn't, it feels like they were really just trying to design like a super duper arcadey experience, you know, and not really give you, it was, it was mostly all fluff for the most part. Like, very little actually went into like trying to tell a concise story. It just was like, hey, check out what the, you know, check out what the Havoc engine can do and we'll slap, you know, Star Wars on it and, you know, whatever. But stuff yeah. like that happened to me a lot too, Jace. So, you know, don't feel like a complete imbecile because the same thing happened to me. Well, thank you. Um, thank 
I think for me, just seeing so many iconic characters show up in this game kind of took me out of it a little bit because I don't feel like I should be seeing... Even if, even though it's proxy as Obi Wan Kenobi, like I don't feel like I should be seeing him. You know, I feel like yeah, we. Yeah, he also turns to Darth Maul. Later, yeah, right? like Darth Maul. And like, why are we seeing Leia and like, you know, all these characters that are, you know, each time we go back to the Jedi Temple, you know, we see, you know, at least in the PlayStation Two version, I feel like we see some other Jedi and stuff like that. And I don't know. There were there were just moments like that within the game that kind of took me out of the experience a little bit. And it just kind of it kind of left me wondering, like, okay, what are you trying to do here? And then I came to the conclusion, oh, you're just trying to make me have fun. Like, don't think about it as a Star Wars fan. Don't like, don't think about it too hard as a Star Wars fan. Just, just you know, like eat the cake, basically. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know, I think if you if you just eat the cake, it it, it you know it, it is a enjoyable experience. You know, it's like whenever you go to Walmart and like you pick up like kind of like the cheap cake. Like, it's still good, kind of, but it's not, like, amazing. You know what I mean? Across the board. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a great value, Star Wars. Yeah, exa- pretty much. Uh, that's a really good way to put it. Like, this is, like, in a lot of ways, there is dollar store. It, in a lot of ways, the Force Unleashed, to me, is, like, dollar store Star Wars, but with freaking awesome lightsaber and Force mechanics attached to it. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm, ready, for, uh, I'm ready for Disney to be, like, to make something to where like, hey, we don't have to tie in like any OG characters from any of our movies. Like we can do our own thing now. Yeah, Force Unleashed like, Three. For make it happen. Force Unleashed Three. I have to ask you, does Sam Witwer do it for you as Star Killer? Yeah. At least in this first what, game. What else what else is he in? He's I was trying to think of he's that. Darth like, Maul. That's right. He's Darth Maul. Well, he's Darth Maul in the Clone Wars and in um, Rebels, and he's also uh, Deacon, Deacon right. Saint John in Days Gone. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's some. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna look this up because I know he's in something else. Um, I know he's in something else that I'm thinking of, and it's gonna drive me insane until I figure it out. He, it's something big. Uh, figure it out, Jace. Um, Hurry, the listeners are getting impatient. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vamp. Vamp. Jace, I like your hat. Honestly, did you get Thank did you get you. that in Colorado? Yes. How did I know that? Because it has a C on it and it has a Colorado symbol. Colorado has a symbol. Yeah, it, like see where the C is at, and it has like the circle. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Did you figure out what he was in? Uh, it's not a flag. Huh? Did you figure out what he was in? No. Okay. Well, this he was Darth Maul. Yeah, he was in Darth. He was Darth Maul. He was also in the Force Unleashed. You know, one and two, obviously. And he was Deacon Saint John in Days Gone. You know, and I think those are his most notable roles. But um, I actually quite like him in this role um, a lot. I think he yeah. does a really, really good job. And I think that is one of the key things that actually makes me enjoy the game is because I actually. While the story and like the things that are building around Star Killer don't really do it for me as a whole, I actually like Star Killer, you know, and like I want to see him succeed and like find his way for sure. But in a lot of ways, this feels kind of like a part one because you know we're going to be reviewing The Force Unleashed two, you know, and I think we'll be able to probably play a little more of that one. I only played that game one time, so I'll be looking forward to going through it again. I've never played it actually. Really? 
I've never played Force Unleashed 2. Wow. My I think Carter had it, and I would always play the first part of Camino, and then he spoiled it for me, so I never cared. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, well, well, that'll be fun. It's 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 more of the same, but it's it's a lot of fun for sure. So we'll be looking forward to that. Cool. But you know, kind of cap this review off. Is there anything that you wanted to add on top? Of, you know, to add to the to the you know the the review before we score this bad boy. Did you ever play any of the DLCs on this game? I didn't even know there was DLC. Dude, the DLCs are like so freaking like stupid, but like. It's almost comical, the stuff that happens. So if you didn't know, the DLCs take place during episode 4, 5, and 6. What? Like, it's it plays as if Darth Vader, if Starkiller actually played as Darth Vader. So he Starkiller comes to Tatooine with Luke Skywalker, when Luke Skywalker, Ben Solo, or Ben, or Obi-Wan, oh my god, and Han Solo all escape in the Millennium Falcon, but Obi Wan just gets decimated by Star Killer. He, the way he dies, I'm not even kidding. This is gonna sound so fake to you. The way Obi Wan dies, Star Killer <laughs> forces him into the Millennium Falcon thrusters and burns him alive. <laughs> Obi Wan, <laughs> no, it gets better. It gets better. Obi Wan instantly comes back as a Force ghost and. Fight Starkiller again. No way. You're lying. I'm not, dude. Swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. That is how what happens. Doesn't he kill Han too? I think he does. I think he does, dude. No. The best thing is is when he killed Luke Skywalker. Oh my god. He killed Luke. He kills Luke Skywalker. He draws Luke Skywalker to the dark side in the hangar in Hoth. What? And kills him. Yes. You fight dark side Luke in Hoth. And then in episode six, you go and kill Leia when she turns into a Jedi. Wow. I'm not kidding. They literally just skimmed. They literally just skimmed the surface of all the fan fiction out there. You know, whenever the game came out, they were like, hey, what are we going to make DLCs about? Oh my God, dude, that is so bad. That is so laughably bad. Please, after this podcast, just go watch, like, just just go watch the Obi Wan one. It's the most (laughs) ridiculous. Actually. They're all ridiculous. It's all so bad. Okay, that like, makes sense why, like, the Ultimate Sith Edition was, like, uh, why why that was even a thing. I was like, well, okay, so you get a cool suit, like, whatever. I didn't realize that that probably included all the DLC and stuff like that. It included the three DLCs of Episode 4, 5, and 6. It's so <sighs> Again, a glorified, you know, just showcase, basically. It's like, hey, look what the Havoc engine can do. That We're not going to, we're not going to hold it against you. Uh, Star Wars for, you know, giving a pass on this, but my God. I'm holding it against you. Good God. Well, Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> Look how they... <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh my God, Jace. That is, that's freaking funny, dude. Oh my God. Okay. Well, with that, thank you for sharing because I did... <laughs> I'm definitely going to go look it up before we play Destiny here in a minute. Um... Do you have anything else to add? Um, here's the Force Unleashed 2. I mean, you can only go up from yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully. 
uh, before we score this, could you recommend this to someone today? Like, yeah, definitely play this game. Like, is it a, you definitely have to play this game? Uh, I would say it's definitely, a, you don't have to play this game. There's some cool moments for sure that were kind of like almost all dropping. Like the moment where you bring the Star Destroyer down. That's pretty cool. That, like, it's almost worth the play at that point. I can't really recommend it for you to be like, hey, it's worth if you have a PC, maybe, but it's like I'm like it's not worth to buy a 360 to go back and play it. Okay. To me. What about like um, hardcore? What about like Switch? hardcore Star Wars fans? Yeah, I could see like a hardcore Star Wars fan really enjoying it. It's it's out of its time. Yeah, it's it's the thing. It's dated. It, yeah, yeah, it's it left its time period a long time ago. It's it's going to be hard to play. It was hard for me to play it, but I forced myself through it. You'll get used to it, but. Um, for hardcore Star Wars fans, I'm like, yeah, for sure. I between my time as a ten year old to now, I probably put tons of hours into that game. Okay, I loved it. Well, well said. Um, I think this is definitely if you have a computer, you need to play it. I think this is a you know a solid one to have in the collection to go through for sure. Especially even if you just like Star Wars, kind of you know, I could see people call me crazy. I could see this being people's favorite Star Wars game. Like, and and a lot. It's my. It's probably my favorite one. I mean, well, no, Battlefront Two. That's the thing is, I don't. I don't have a, the 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 game that comes to mind is like being the definitive best Star Wars game to play is this one for me. Um, really? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, if I if someone held a gun to my head and say you can only play one Star Wars game, I would probably tell them to go play The Force Unleashed because it it. it there's no other game that Dude. makes you feel this way. Lego the complete saga. Jace, I'm gonna kill you. I'm not even joking, is the thing. I mean, I'm again I'm definitely I have, you know, I I'm definitely gonna play the Skywalker saga whenever it comes out, but I, I haven't played the complete saga in a long time. So, you know, there's that. But anyways, oh, yeah. definitely I think definitely play this game. So let's go ahead, let's score this bad boy and wrap it up, because you know, I gotta pee. And, you know, we got Destiny to play. So Jace, you go first. What is uh, your score for the Force Unleashed? 6.5 out of 10. Okay, so we have this new rule now. I don't know if you've heard of this. So decimals are no longer allowed on the, on any of wannabe critic productions. Because it's too <laughs> easy. Because that? it's too easy, Jace. It's too easy to give something in in between. So now you have to pick. Is it closer to a 6 or closer to a 7? 6. Okay. The man has spoken. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 7. I think it's definitely a solid 7 across the board. Um... There's a lot of things that are going to make, you know, like huge Star Wars fans cringe. But if you just play this as a game and don't really look for anything else, you know, source material wise, I think it's a super fun time. Um, there were as there are aspects of this game that I would give nine, nine out of ten to for sure. Um, but as an entire experience, it's probably a seven for me. So if it's on Steam for ten bucks, pick it up for sure or less. Ten bucks or less for sure. So there you have it. Jace. We have completed our first entry into our, you know, the Star Wars of old games, you know, that we've been going through. I'm super excited to, to go through these and, you know, record them as we can. 
wanted to give a shout out to the Patreon producers for the month of uh, March is when we recorded this. So we have Sage and Clove, we have HH Waxbar, we have Zoe Chanel, and we have Luke Collins. You can go over to patreon.com slash wannabecritic to put in a request just like many, uh, you know, one person has been putting in requests actually that I've been posting and doing stuff like that. But, uh, you know, there's also a tip jar if you just want to like say, hey, I like what you're doing. I don't really get all of it, but, you know, there's that too. If you made it to the end of this podcast though, that's really all I care about. You made it, you listened to the whole thing, you did the thing. That's really what means the most to me. Uh, but you know, as, as someone who's been spending a lot of time doing this, I see it as an opportunity. If you want to support in a, in a different way and you can't listen all the time, then you know, that's what the Patreon's there for. So definitely, uh, continue to watch us on Instagram, watch us on Twitter, watch us on all the things. Uh, and cause you know, we're, we're posting stuff all the time. Make sure you peep the description down below too, because we got Ray's energy, Jace, which you still haven't ordered cause you're a coward. Um, we have pop cult oh USA. We have pop cult USA merch, <laughs> which has a code that you can use. Uh, you know, the underscore want to be critic and we got all kinds of deals for you. We got a third one that I'm trying, I'm, I'm awaiting, I'm awaiting approval still. And I or not, I'm, I'm approved. I'm just waiting to get my code, you know, that I can give away. Um, and I'll be able to, you know, kind of tell you more about that, but you know, we're busy. We're busy. We're busy. Pe we're busy people. You know, we're busy boys. And me and Jace are about to be even more busy, you know, as we continue on with Game Club. So make sure you let us know how we're doing. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. I'm not going to say give us five stars because I'm not saying that warrants it, but definitely give us a review. We'd really appreciate it. So, Jace, do you got anything else to say? Uh, just just say goodbye. Good night. Good night and good luck. There you go. Uh, thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, before we go, check this out. Whatever possessed you to check out the podcast or the YouTube channel today, I just want to say thank you so much for doing so. Uh, if this is your first time here, I, I would appreciate it, you know, if you would consider subscribing. As you can tell, it's not just me here anymore. I mean, I do do stuff by myself, but the podcast is going to reside here from now on, uh, you know, in video form. So if you want to see more content, if you want to be notified, you know, every time we post something, whether it be a clip, a podcast, a review, an interview, whatever it may be, if it's gaming stuff, make sure you click that bell and hit the subscribe button, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for sticking around, and thank you for preparing yourselves for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. I'm Gabriel Fast. I will always be the wannabe critic. <laughs>